Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week's conversation is one for the soul. For the soul to actually come through and be made manifest, live your soul's truth, how to actually do that with vision, with faith, And man, all the stuff that's in the way of that actually coming through, our own self-doubts, our self-criticism, oh man, there's so much stuff in there that inhibits us from being who we really were always meant to be, who our soul's expression is designed for us to be here. Man, Daniel Laporte, this conversation is incredible. So how to actually live your soul's truth, if you've ever had that question, this is the conversation to tune in for you. As always, if you love the Inspired Evolution podcast, if you're enjoying these conversations, they're sparking your curiosity, please feel free to hit subscribe, hit the bell notification icon. It keeps us engaged with you. We love to connect. Connection's our highest value. We live to serve, so it'd be a blessing to stay in touch with you. And as always, if anything emerges from the podcast, we highly encourage you to leave us a comment. I love interacting with you guys in that space. The forums and the conversations we've been having completely light me up. Tune into this amazing conversation for manifest Manifesting your soul's biggest dreams into reality. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, a show dedicated to helping you actually live the life that you love. I'm your host, Amrit Sandhu, international speaker, global coach, and loving podcaster. As a gift for tuning into this podcast, I have something really special just for you. My premium short course, which can teach you how to meditate in just seven days. You can download it now at www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. That's www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. Learn how to meditate in just seven days. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this powerfully insightful conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest episodes launching every Monday designed to help you live the life you love and keep you inspired to evolve.
welcome to the Inspired Evolution. And it is such a treat to be here today. We have with us Daniel Laporte. Danielle, how are you? Well, I'm great now. That was amazing. <laughs> if I needed caffeine before, I don't need it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the intention. No, I'm kidding. That wasn't the intention, but perhaps it is, or it should be. For those tuning in to Danielle for the first time, she's a best-selling author. She's an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and blogger. Her three books have an emphasis on conscious goal setting and entrepreneurship. There are that is really just scratching the surface. There is much depth to the to what we cover and there's not just depth there's breadth as well there's so many nooks and crannies that we can dig into in today's conversation it's really a pleasure to have you here danielle Mm -hmm. thanks i'm yeah i'm excited to figure out where we're gonna go (laughs) um to to just to to start in a place which is probably most vulnerable for me to start and just to honor the conversation that is most available um, and most present on my heart is this dance between, um, yeah, personal development and self-criticism. You've written quite a bit on this, um, and I'd love Mm -hmm. to sort of see if we can unpack some of that just from the perspective of, yeah, I think personal development is incredible. Obviously, the podcast is dedicated to people growing and evolving. Um, And I know, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of your work supports, wow, (laughs) so many people to come home to who they truly are. but then there is also this this added aspect to it, which you you know sometimes boldly of of you know re- referred to as self hate. Um, but it's almost like you know there, there is this potential for personal development to really um, perpetuate you know being hard on ourselves and actually being even mm-hmm. more critical of ourselves in some way. Mm-hmm. I'd love to to hear you talk to that. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal experience has been. I was doing all the things. I was doing the workshops and the juicing and the mala beads and the encanting, all of it, all of it, all of it. And I had to ask myself when I looked at my like my full schedule, <laughs> it was like an astrology reading and I had a shamanic situation. And then I had to go and then I would check off if I did my yoga. I would, ch- I was tracking that. I would check it off. I do a little smiley face on the days that I did my yoga. And I had to ask myself, like, was everything I was doing to be well, actually helping me to be more well, or was it stressful? And the answer was, it was definitely stressful. And it's still something I struggle with in terms of my own devotion and aspiration. Um, but like, where is it coming from? And I think what I've learned my and my and an observation is I think one person can do the same use the same tools to expand themselves to get closer to God whatever it is that they're going for but it's all about the motivation so Mm. are you are you doing the workshops are you doing the kriyas are you doing the cleanses because you think you're defective, because you believe in a punitive God, because you're trying to you're you're trying to burn karma, which is a good thing, from a place of fear because you don't want any more karma, is like there are this really just this underlying anxiety to all of that. And underneath that anxiety, like we just, I mean, you use the term like made the bold statement, like here it is, like self-loathing and self-hatred for even those of us who have been at this a while and we are like 
confident and have healthy relationships with their ego. Self-loathing is driving a lot of this, which is just a construct of the ego, which we can talk about. So are you doing all those things from that, let's just call that shadowy side? Mm. Or are you doing the exact same things from a place of aspiration and expansion and lots of compassion and exploration and maybe even like a little bit of playfulness to it mm. is like joy inducing yeah and that's a dance for most people that i know for me i i mean i only ever speak from experience but that's mm. that's my experience yeah yeah thank you so much for for sharing that so eloquently <clears throat> One of the things that I revel the, like in when I'm in your writings is the, the slipperiness of things and just how you know you manage to for me anyway for those tuning in I highly recommend getting amongst um, yeah Danielle's work obviously she's here <laughs> um, but just there's there's this slipperiness you know to things where it's like yep personal development is really helping me but at the same token it's like wait but what's underpinning that and what can it potentially reveal and it's kind of a slippery slope to kind of go down there but it there's some real bedrock things that that we can hit and. One of the things that that comes to me is how do we, how does one navigate that, you know, like in your own journey, perhaps, you know, the impulse to change is usually steps driven by, you know, um, by a challenge. Um, but then sometimes we follow, we follow pleasure as well. And I know that, you know, I'm almost spring loading a conversation around, you know, the desire, um, the work that you've done on desire. Um, but we we generally, you know, have pain that we're kind of running away from. And it, how do we not create from a place of, um, yeah, that that self-loathing? Because there's, the impulse to change is generally stirred by something potentially being inadequate almost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the missing ingredient or the key ingredient, I should say, that's often missing is compassion. Mm. So you're right. Suffering catapults us suffering wakes us up the function of suffering is awakening mm. and there's still that split there's 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 still two sides of that equation to be on so suffering is a call to awakening are you going to punish yourself more for the suffering or are you just going to take it as the learning and, and approach it as compassion so it's like i you know one manifests cancer, bankruptcy, betrayal, divorce, some kind of self-sabotage thing. You go into painful passage in your life, whether it's like a full tilt, breakdown, dark night of the soul, or it's just like extended agony, you know, the rough stuff. And when you're in it, are you just thinking, I'm, I'm such a loser for manifesting this. I got to do everything I can to cleanse, to detoxify, to get right, to be better, to be more enlightened, to be, if I, if only I were more enlightened or evolved, or so many people relate to this, like, I'm still dealing with this issue. Mm -hmm. I'm still, after all I've done, it's coming up again and again, mm -hmm. I must be defective. Mm -hmm. That's one way to do it. It's just going to draw it out even longer. The other way to do it is I'm suffering. And that's that I'm suffering and I'm going to meet myself with compassion, with understanding. I'm just going to bring all of this into my heart, the same neuroses, the same addictions, the repeated patterns. 
I mean, for myself, it's this, like, I am most critical of the repetition of my own bullshit. Like I'm staying up too late again. I said that again, I'm Mm. doing, I'm still attracting this again. That is the, that is, that just is backwards. That is Mm. so not helpful. It's just more pain on top of pain. And what the pain is asking for is, I see you, I love you. I have space for you, come come in, come in. And just like you would, I mean, we've all heard this from different mystics, but just like you would treat a child who's wounded, who's acting out, you're not gonna say, you're tired again, you're crying mm-hmm. again, you would say, just come. And you know, anybody who's been in love or is a caretaker or a parent knows like, I, I got more than enough for you. You want hug, one hug? I got 10 hugs. You're addicted again. I'm going to, I'm going to come and pick you up again. I got, I got lots to give you. It doesn't mean it's easy, (laughs) but you're there for the long haul. Like we need to be there for the long haul with ourselves compassionately. And that's the medicine. That is the transformative medicine. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm reflecting in on my own processes as well. And (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I love just how much has been revealed in just so succinctly. Um, yeah, I often find that being even more aware of potentially some of my own stuff, um, when you see it again, like you said, that that first route is like, oh, shit. And like, you know, I sort of take on this, this kind of. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> even like even more self-criticism because it's like I'm aware of this stuff now and it's emerging you know and it's kind of like how do I not throttle myself for that you know it's like shit like how am I calling this in like if I'm consciously creating my reality and life is happening for me not with me then why did I call this in you know of all things I could have called in and then there's that beration that's um available um and I I really am grateful for for you just yeah just pinning the kind of the the heart of it to 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 self um to self-compassion self-compassion and this is no one's alone in this like Mm. i've seen this um you know i forget the name of the the tibetan buddhist monk i wish i could remember his name Mm. um who you know living a monastic life since a child highly revered like a master a real leader in his sect of Buddhism Mm. and decided to become 
a wandering yogi, which is like an actual thing. Like, I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm going to go from being revered and fed and in my silk robes, which is not necessarily an easy path, but I'm leaving all that behind. And I'm leaving with, I'm penniless. I'm going to beg and see where life takes me for a period of years. So he went on that journey. But the point of the story is, this is someone who had been meditating for decades mm. and was giving people deep, profound spiritual counsel and mm. was suffering from anxiety attacks. Mm. You know, so it's like, it, it happens. No one is impervious to it. Doesn't mean mm. that depth of suffering happens for everybody, but um, so many great teachers will tell you I was leading hundreds, thousands of people and I've been doing the work. And then, you know, another story is like Henry Noun, great Dutch priest philosopher, revered in his community, kind of ha had a deep relationship. I think he's, he wasn't explicit a bit about it in his writing, but seemed to be that he fell in love with somebody, maybe just in a platonic way, but became deeply attached to somebody. And that friendship in his life didn't work out. Mm. And this spiraled him into the depths of despair. He, he, you know, in his own words, could no longer feel God. This is a long practicing holistic priest. Mm. So, you know, if we're falling off the wagon, if we still have the same patterns in our relationships, not alone, mm. not alone. And why is that so healing to hear, Danielle? Like, I feel it in myself when I feel like I'm not alone. Um, and, you know, others have gone through this just before me. And it, it doesn't even have to be so spiritual, you know. It can just be like, I remember when I used to go to, to um, like, to the fair. And, oops, I used to go to the fair and I'd watch people jump on rides. And it was like, well, if they can do it, I can do it, <laughs> you know. There's kind of like this healing element to, to knowing that, actually I'm not alone in it and I'm, I'm going through this um, thing that it's just part of the human experience. Why is that so healing? Like, why does it make it easier knowing that other people have gone through it? So it should make it easier for me. Like, cause it, it sounds, it sounds intuitive when you say it out loud, but what, like, how come like that is the case? Because I think it speaks to the primary wound, which is this illusion of separation. We come in, we feel separate from God. I think we're when we incarnate, we agree to buy into that optical illusion mm. that we are alone, that we're separate from source, that we've got to kind of get through this on our own. And just to know in this dimension, this human reality, that you're having a shared experience is super comforting. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, just I think it's just comforting. 101. Mm, thank you. There was something in there that you mentioned earlier on that I definitely wanted to circle back to. So I'm going to take the opportunity to do that, <clears throat> which is, is everything I'm doing to be well, really making me well, or is it just stressing me out? <laughs> you, you sort of just tuck that in there like a sentence, but it's, <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think you shared a little bit about your story, but like, when I feel into that, it's, yeah, just even just programming in a morning ritual sometimes, you know, it's, and uh, I've, I've had the, I've had the kind of the blessing of, of researching you um, and, and looking into the background of stuff, but yeah, like, is your morning ritual 
serving you or is it causing more anxiety if you miss it kind of conversation? Can you tell us a little bit more about, can you help us unpack that a little bit further? Well, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. I think this is what I recommend to everybody because, and I've done this myself, would never yeah. recommend anything I've done myself. Do an inventory. I call it your self-help laundry list. Huh. Do an inventory of all the things of the yoga and the coaching and the books you're reading and the book clubs and the spin class and the supplements and all of it, all of it, all of it. Mm. And like, which one of those feels like an obligation? Put a check, just, just like obligation, mark that. Which one of those feels too expensive? Doesn't mean you're gonna stop doing it. Sometimes we can do something that's like, you know, luxury pricing, but we're lit up. It feels so valuable. We keep doing it. Which one of those feels, um, what do you have resentment going to? Is there anything that feels like performative? Like I look good if I do this, which one of those things do you look forward to doing? Do you feel lit up and expanded feels really nourishing? It's like, this is a, what's another word for inventory. It's an audit. The self-help mm, audit. Taking stock. You know, take stock. And the stuff that you're, for, for myself, the stuff where I felt needy, like there was a degree of panic to it. Like, I want this astrologer to tell me how it's going. And I'm going to get an Eastern astrology reading. And I'm going to get a Western astrology reading just because I want backup in case I don't like what the first guy said, you know? Mm-hmm. So if there's panic, it needs to stop. That's coming from shadow subconscious that's some kind of wounded knee jerk thing Mm. the stuff that felt like i had to force myself to get there Mm. done stop doing that doesn't mean like do you always want to go to therapy well personally i always want to go to therapy i so look forward to my therapy (laughs) sessions um and my overall experience and I'm, i'm i mean i'm always in this the less is more simpler is better i just need to cough one second <clears throat> um because i'm finding that the less i do to perfect and to polish well the more space i have the more money i save in some cases but also like there's just that simplicity allows me to go deeper with each practice like really get to know it really do this meditation and just be with that. And I'm also, I'm not like, I'm not stuffing my calendar. I'm not stuffing myself. And the discomfort of that is, oh, I'm just pushed to rely on myself more. And this for me is like the ultimate journey. Like I am alone. I am alone in finding my way back to God. That's it to realize that I'm not alone at all. Like it's where the duality becomes non-dualistic. And I also, I did some really practical stuff in terms of what was on my self-help laundry list. Like I decided I was just gonna stop with any anything that was prognosticative. So like astrology readings, no more psychics, no mediums, no channelings, none of that. Nobody was gonna give me a hint about the future. Stopped. Mm. My life has not fallen apart. I still make great decisions. <laughs> um, I still pick good men. <laughs> uh, nobody knows. I mean, we can go down this path about what I 
think about all of that, but mm, uh, well, I, I think there's the bigger question of why give that power to somebody else. Mm. Now, this is also coming from someone. I have an energy healer who is on our payroll. I, I believe in the healthy value of having someone with that, the gift of sight mm-hmm. on your team. Cause they will see things you can't necessarily see. And I'm going to, I can do things that they can't do. And that's just, that's called well-rounded like business mm-hmm. development, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I all, and then, but esoterically, what I, I believe is happening is that not all the time, but I would say with many um, psychics, mediums, channeling channelers, what they're doing is they are picking up on and looking at possibilities that they can see in your auric field. Mm -hmm. That's their gift. If you were still, you might be able to hear, see, sense what's in your auric field. If you just Mm -hmm. sat down, did some practices and asked yourself. So there's that. Um, There's a lot of people out there who are mediums, channelers, seers, who are not seeing clearly. And that's just life. That's the mess and the beauty of, of who we are as humans. So you need to go in knowing that you that that's the the odds are it's you know 50-50. Someone's an actual clean, truly talented channel. Thirdly or fourthly, whatever number we're on, it's it's 50-50, man. Even if someone is really good <laughs> and can see what's going on they are seeing from the position of where you were at today. Mm -hmm. So today your possibilities look like a left turn, a right turn, and a tall, dark stranger. (laughs) You might have some insight, some growth that happens in the next few weeks that completely change that landscape. And you're still going off of that old story. Mm. There's that to consider. And, And then in terms of... So this is not necessarily this like the same topic, but it's related in terms of healing and working with energy healers. Um, may you be blessed to work with someone of amazing caliber who's transmuted their suffering and is really aspiring to be a conduit of light. Um, and if you find yourself in a dance with a charlatan or someone who's toxic and not clean and dense and ignorant and because lots of that exists too may that be your initiation and you get to the other side of that Mm. um what a course in miracles teaches is that we all have the capacity to heal but essentially at different times in our lives we need to turn to somebody else to help us with our healing Mm -hmm. so it's it's temporary as they would put it so do i believe is it my experience I can work with an energy healer and they can help me psychically physically all of that yes those are the moments when I don't have the capacity I don't have the capability to do it myself are there times when I can offer you something energetically sonically just intellectually that could heal you yep because you're just temporarily not seeing your own capacity to do that and that's the beauty of being together. Mm. But eventually you peel all that away and you tap 
you're, you're into your awareness that like, you, you got it. You can heal the tumor. You can fix your business. You can get right with God on your own. Thank you so much. And I think even as I'm hearing you say that I'm reflecting on my own belief systems and I actually, uh, I think even I'm going to be as bold <laughs> as yourself, potentially. Thank you for holding space for this is I feel that actually when it comes down to healing, it's even then it's, it's up to our own self receptivity that yes. really shows up, you know, to, to receive. Yeah. And even there, the element of the self is so powerful because even if, I'm sitting in front of a channel or a medium, a healer. Um, it's, you know, there is always like, do I believe this one or do I not? You know, and there's that receptivity. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it it really comes, a lot of it comes back to the self. And I thank you so much. I, 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 I some part of me always knew that there was always going to be a conversation around self agency uh, emerging, having you here. Um, but when I feel into self agency, one of the, one of the, biggest conversations that has been present for me recently um and then i heard you talk about it which i just have to go there with you is you said i'm going to believe that i'm worth having my prayer answered and i heard you say this um or i I saw it written somewhere um and when this came forward it was huge for me because yeah, I'm just going to be completely transparent in my meditations or in my practice of prayer. And I'd love for you to share in your practice of prayer as well. um, There would be certain things that I would genuinely feel uncomfortable asking for. And Mm -hmm. when I actually sat there and I said, why am I afraid of calling that in when it's something so beautiful and so incredible? Why would I not pray for that? And it's like, oh, because I'm almost, for me, the anxiety was, that if I pray for it and it doesn't come, then I actually will never be able to believe in prayer again, or I'll lose wow. the 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 belief in my power of prayer. Stakes you know, are high. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And so mm-hmm. I would, and I and I, and then I I sort of I saw I saw this narrative, which was at the end of it, it, it was just like, well, that thought process doesn't really serve me, does it? And I kind of dropped it and I saw this fear of being afraid to ask for what I wanted and I was like surely I'm not alone in that and so this 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 sentence around I'm going to believe that I'm worth having my prayers answered Mm -hmm. can you unpack that for us a little bit Mm -hmm. further well there's a couple layers to that one I I I think it does make things easier it greases the wheel of manifesting and receptivity if you believe that you're worthy there's like you know there's no question worth worthiness and worthlessness two sides of the same coin are just a construct of the ego Mm. like we are worth itself you are the beloved you are a flame from the fire of creation there's no question there's no question whether you deserve to be forgiven. It, that's there's a silly questions mm-hmm. to ask of our souls. Mm. Do I deserve to be forgiven? Should I be punished? Do I deserve my heart's desire? Do I deserve ease, fulfillment? It's all a yes. Mm. Love is all a yes. You are just you are worth. However, and the darkness that we're in, the struggle is the the ego the shadow side the darkness the density the ignorance mm. 
is going to have us play that game. Oh, I'm not worthy, or I am more worthy than you. It's just all about creating division. It doesn't want you to see that we are all worth everybody. Everybody's in. And most of us, many of us spend our whole lives, decade Mm -hmm. after decade, playing the worth game. And so it's good. And it's so pervasive. It comes up in our prayers. Am I even, even worthy of asking for this? Like where I really hit a bottom with this was I realized this was, you know, I went through really dark, dark period for, for me, a really classical dark night of the soul. And I realized that I did not feel worthy of giving my pain to God of just saying, carry this burden for me, heal me, take this, please. You're greater than I, please do something with my suffering. I was really meeting God with like, I'll do the work. It's okay. It's, it's okay. I'll do the work. I want to be, if I, I'll be grateful. I'll come to you in my suffering with the right attitude. (laughs) I'm falling apart, but I will come to you responsibly and optimistically. Muster up. (laughs) I'm going to muster it up so that you are going to help me, which is just another version of, I'm going to do all these good things so that you're going to answer my prayers and give me what I want that I'm working so hard to prove that I'm worthy of. I I deserve it. Don't I? Let me prove to you how deserving I am. Um, so it's super messed up. The ne- <laughs> that's, that's my super esoteric thing. It's super messed up. <laughs> uh, but the other part of this is that manifestation is a science. It's a technology. Mm. You do not need to feel worthy in order to manifest stuff. Everybody right now can think of somebody in their lives who's just a, a baller. They are getting shit done. They put their stuff on their vision board and check, check, check. They are hustling. They're getting it. So they have a vision. They have faith. There's an assumption. They have faith and they're meeting faith halfway. And that's like just rinse and repeat stuff. Have the vision, sense it, feel it, smell it, see it very clearly. This is proven. This is not woo. Mm. And then you have faith. It's a done deal. I'm open to various things, but this is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, sh- then you do the work. We all know those people who are manifesting machines, conscious manifesting machines, who are still underneath that, alongside that, incredibly unhealed. You know they're doing this to impress their father. You know they've got some kind of complex. It's a childhood thing. You know that guy was bullied and never got over it. And he's just going to be a baller now to never be bullied again. So that's coming from a place of, I do not think I'm worthy, but they're still manifesting the shit out of everything. Mm. So do you need to feel worthy? No, you just need to do the science, the work of manifesting, but it'd be a way more healing (laughs) if you moved into you know really just unity consciousness self-compassion knowing you're so connected to soul and source and then i would venture to guess that even what you want to go after once you're in that place of love and awareness 
what you want to go after is going to change. I see it happen all the time. Mm. And feeling into that, the, the desire, like mapping your desires is, a <laughs> yeah, it's for me, just feeling into that and probably just projecting all over the space <laughs> is, um, is that, yeah, like that conversation for me, I feel, and this is my projection, that project requires away, some element of <laughs> project away, some element of it's like, you know, there's going to be a certain amount of work done before you can trust your desires to be of the highest good, right? Like if I just show up and go, oh, yep, my desire is. You know what? You know, this is a great point. Lambos and this donuts. <laughs> yeah, please. Right, right. This is a great point about desires that are for the highest good. Is that how you put it? Yeah. I think this is a really powerful thing to pray for. Just ask for guidance and support that you're, you're, what you want. I rarely even use the word desire anymore. That what you want is aligned with higher light. Mm. So I pray to pray for the right things, oh. for, the correct, for the correct things as God would have it. And I still, it's an ongoing struggle, but my noticing, this has been like a really active prayer for me this last year, especially with all the world upheaval, just guide me to wanting the right things. I want less. I want things that include more people. I'm not just wanting for my happiness. Um, I don't have a vision board right now, but if I did, it would look very different than it looked years ago. And even the things I still want, like, so instead of saying, you know, dear universe, I'm so ready for my next life partner, as in this lifetime, mm. instead of it just being that, there's, there's like a semicolon now with everything. It's like, so that we can serve. Mm. It's like, we get our delight, but our delight is in service to the collective. Because I think at this point, in terms of where humanity is at, if it's not serving the collective, it's just poisoning us. Like it's gotta be helpful or it's toxic. So yeah, this is what I'm, my working title for this right now is just, it's inclusive manifesting. But first, like you hit it, which is help me want for the right thing. And there is, there is a right and there is a wrong. <laughs> if you want to go in the direction of awakening. Now, like nothing's wrong. It's all in. There's no such thing as a mistake, but we live in multiple dimensions. And of course there's mistakes and yeah. Wow. That was huge for me. Just, just to reflect that back to you. I'm glad I projected all over that because <laughs> it got me, it got me to, it got, that was huge for me to, yeah, to pray for the prayer of, yeah, just aligning my wants with the wants of the source of creation and creation itself is, mm -hmm. yeah, thank you so much. That's that's a massive takeaway for me because, and I, I just want to do also just anchor back into what you were saying because a lot of your work is, it's uh, it's called goal setting <laughs> from the outside looking in, but it's, it's not really goal. <laughs> I don't know. It's a goal setting without actually setting goals in many ways. And uh, I love, I lo yeah, just the, like having a vision and, you know, I, even today, like as a coach, and this is, it's remarkable um, is I'm just going to go there and say, it's remarkable just 
how okay we a lot of us are without have like not having a vision for ourselves and i'm not saying that you have to have a vision and if you're not having a vision you're failing but even just having the conversation around what is potentially like what do i see for myself from my own self agency um yes. because then you then you allow someone else's vision to become your reality and we we see that everywhere um and yes. so the vision is so critical and so important right yes the vision is the difference between being awake and being asleep. Hmm. So at this point in my life, I don't have much interest in goals. Like I still set intentions and there's things, you know, there's targets I want to hit like for sure. But I still have to have a bigger vision about why I'm here, what I'm doing, where we're going, all in service to the higher, which hmm. is also the collective. Um, but this is you know, this is pro biblical proverbs, right? Without vision, we perish. And I think without vision that, um, well, it's just the opposite of creativity. It's just decay. Mm. And you leave yourself without a vision. We leave ourselves open to darkness. Like it's just, we become so susceptible to being fed stuff and being hijacked by the darkness and um and i think there's a lot of that i mean i think we're living in a time of spiritual warfare essentially mm. so if you don't know where you're going some disembodied really dense energy is just looking for half asleep people to rule yeah Daniel, listening in and sort of feeling into potentially what some of the listeners <clears throat> may be feeling or a question that may be present for them is I, I've tried visioning or, you know, I, I don't really see a vision for myself. I've, you know, been taught this, that it's important for me to have. Where does one begin building out a vision for themselves? Mm. There's two ways to begin. I'll give you the easy way first and I'll give you the hard, but very fruitful way. Um, first, like what lights you up? What brings you joy? What are you enthusiastic about? Don't worry about being reasonable. Don't even question. Don't, don't think through yet how you're going to pull it off. Mm, it's just how? there. Don't worry about how. <laughs> don't worry about the how. It's like pulsing in your heart. Mm. And to know that like enthusiasm is, is high frequency feeling it's actually a state Eckhart Tolle speaks so beautifully about this like mm. high vibe so go with enthusiasm let it be your guide it's not foolish it's not blind it's not new age it's not impulsive it's actually the stuff it's the elixir it's a superpower so what are you enthusiastic about what would light you up I also love to ask like, what's easiest I don't need to overcomplicate it it's just like what can I pull off now with what I've got doesn't mean that's the choice might mean like, okay, this is more uphill. This is more longer term, but so lit up. Uh, the other thing to do, this is the harder way, hmm. but the payoff is great is to just um, to do all the cleansing work. Like this is for me, so much of my spirituality, and this is what I'm really offer. I have a membership. It's called heart centered. And most of the practices that I offer every month so much to do with cleansing so it's like we're gonna write and release this there's bathing rituals all meditation at least the meditations i 
I work with an energy healer. We co-design these visualizations. So much to do with just like dissolving illusions, unhinging all the stuck stuff, getting the debris out of your psyche. How do we like rinse away the fear and the constrictions and all those, all those illusions that say you are separate from source? Mm. Those are all tools. Most spiritual practice is about some form of cleansing so that you can essentially receive more light from mm. the higher. More consciousness enters you as you take out your psychic garbage. This is how it works. So you want, I forget what even the question was. Oh, vision. about getting clear about what you want to do, vision. Do that cleansing work. Mm. Do the shadow work. Have a conversation with your inner child on a regular basis. Really powerful to do this on the dark of the moon, the two days before the full moon. Sorry, two days before the new moon, it's dark of the moon. And also very powerful to do this on the day of the full moon is to just contemplate, write about, go for a walk and look at all the toxic stuff. Where am I afraid? Where am I arrogant? Where am I manipulative? Where am I neurotic? What am I, what am I scared of? Where's my paranoia? And just bring the light of your awareness to that. That's the blessing. And you do enough of that you expand enough, it will become clearer what you want. Hmm. The, you're just, you're just going to peel away those layers and like, oh, there's that vision in your heart. There it is. Underneath all that fear, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's, it's really resonating for me. One of the big things that I'm sitting with personally in my life at the moment is, is letting go. Um, and I know mm. you've, you've, you've mentioned this a few times in this, in this conversation around simplifying, um, but yeah, really letting go. And, and one of the, the drop-ins um, by some grace that's dropped in is as I let go, I'm actually letting go into peace. Um, mm -hmm. And that sort of reinforced this awareness that, um, oh, my natural inner nature is actually peace. I'm just yes. letting go of all the stuff that's holding me back from that piece. Yes. And it's interesting because when I actually feel into the neuroses of why I'm holding on to things and not letting go, it's so that I can be okay, <laughs> you know, so I can be at peace. And it's just like, wait a sec. Oh, shit, that's counterintuitive. Oh, wow, I've got to rewrite a whole new. And this is um, what I'm hearing you share from, you know, you've got to mm -hmm. cleanse. And so the things that are coupling in for me right now is from that place of peace you know, there's a vision that is, that is naturally emerging for, yeah. And maybe perhaps this alludes to some of the spiritual warfare and that you're referring to in our time. The peace, the awareness that peace is your natural state. I mean, there's so much to unpack or to celebrate about that. It's like all the virtues that come from the heart space, mm. compassion, joy, inclusiveness, gentleness, forgiving mm. accepting those are all natural ways of being so like if we're not forgiving we're just going against our sacred nature it mm. actually really comes easily it's just we're so we're we are we are literally trained as children to like to not be accepting to not be forgiving our whole society is set up to go against our natural power. I mean, this is why, you know, we're living in an ego-driven 
construct. And it's been going, this is nothing new. This is thousands of years. Like you're here, mm. you got an ego. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I just finished writing a, a bit about this and I can see how, like, you think of those times where your first impulse or your sweetest impulse is like, you want to forget. You just want to for, let them off the hook. And then your mind comes in and says, no. Or you just want to be like, they're cool. It's okay that they did that shitty thing again. And then you, somebody in your life says, no, it isn't. Mm. You're like, it, it's all right. It's all right. And then somebody says, you should sue. But that, that, that way of just like, you want it to be easy. It's a really, it's a divine calling to move towards the easy, graceful thing. And then the small self comes in and everybody else's small self and all the small selves have a fucking meeting about it. And we decide to do the complicated divisive thing and say, nice little pity party there <laughs> nice little pity party. don't let them off the hook it's so much better you are going to be so much more professional if you come down on them you're going to be you're so much stronger you'll be so much of a baller if you hold that grudge mm. you you'll be you'll you're 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 this you're the winner if mm. no you're the winner if you forgive Thank you so much. And I want to, I want to take us a little bit on that journey of, of vision and then faith. And, you know, from the listener's perspective, if, you know, faith is a, oh, 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 it's a big one. Um, if we <laughs> don't have faith, where does one, where does one begin with faith? It's like, you know, well, and you begin with your doubt. Hmm. You begin with your doubt. Tell like, us more about how to unpack that, please. Well, this was a conversation I had with Guru Singh. He's a wonderful Kundalini master in LA. He's like in his late seventies now, um, a real sage. And I was at his dining room table and I was like, well, what's the whole point of doubt? And he's like, oh, it's for faith. And I was like, that's it. Hmm. Because why do you need faith? You need faith because you have doubts. If you don't have any doubts, you wouldn't even, even need faith. You would just be in isness. It'd just be like, I'm good with whatever goes down. Like you'd be, that's like enlightenment stuff, right? So if you don't have faith, unpack your doubts. And then you need to work constructively with your doubts. So you need to befriend your doubts. Your doubts just want your attention. You need to give compassion to your doubts. You need to analyze, have a conversation with your doubts. Where does this come from? Why am I holding on to this? What's the origin of this? What is all the fear that's the bubble wrap around the doubt? And that'll like help soften the grip with the doubt. And the thing with faith is you can ask for it. This is another thing you can add to your prayer list. Like you don't have to have perfect faith to move on to make a request it's just like dear source divine mother divine father whatever works for you i'm really having a hard time with faith right now please bolster my faith what a beautiful prayer like i want to do this on behalf of love i want to get this right in the best healthy way 
help me have faith that I can do that. And then I'll take the next step and the next step. And, you know, this is also a biblical reference, like faith without action is nothing. It's mm. wasted. It's and seeds on fallow ground. Is that meeting at halfway? That's the meeting at halfway that you talk about. Yeah. I think it's meeting at halfway. I think it's just the reality of being multidimensional beings, spiritual beings in these, you know, suitcases called bodies. And um, we have to act. This is, we live on the earth. We got we to gotta shovel and we got to show up. Yeah. Why is service such a great hack? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, dude, that might be one of my favorite questions ever. Um, service is a great hack, as you put it. Can we define hack? Let's unpack hack just a bit. Let's go there. So tell me, you tell me what you mean by hack. Well, when in doubt, it's just, you know, it like hack is just, it's something you can grab onto and just trust that it's going to be there for you. And it gets you there the quickest way possible. Uh, for me, in my humble perspective, um, yeah, I obviously. Okay, so why is service velocity? Why is service effective? Graceful. Efficient? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Energizing, energized directly to the source. Yeah, I, just all of that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why is such a great hack? <laughs> all that. Uh, because it's what we're here for. Because it's natural. Because it's love. It's love. We want to be fully realized to be fully realized is to just give love we're here to receive it we're here to emanate it we're here to build on it it's like it's like you know the way love love breathes is to serve um it's the most natural thing there is is to i you know love is this is my oversimplified version. Your happiness matters as much to me as my own happiness. It doesn't even, I don't even have to get into constructs about unity consciousness and mm. oneness. And we all come from the same source and all of that. But it matters to me that you're happy. I want, I want that for you, whatever your definition of that is. And so I want to serve you however I can. And then I realize, you know, I start to do that, feels good. And I realize, wow, we're really connected. Like, yeah, yeah. You hurt, then, I hurt. You're happy, I'm happy. And then the 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 grand mystery of when, you know, you show up and serve and reciprocity happens. And then it's just like, yeah. what life? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for going there. I really appreciate it. Service is love mm. in action and love is service. Thank you so much. That is yeah, mm. beautiful. Danielle. Oh my God. I want to talk to you about so many other things. <laughs> I could just do this with you all day. I am conscious that, um, yeah, we have to wrap things up at a certain point. One of my favorite questions to ask, which is the last question, um, which kind of really speaks to me in a massive way is what is potentially your vision for the future as a collective? What does inspired evolution mean to you? Oh, ending with a simple question. Okay. <laughs> um, the collective. Well, I am hearing, I've been taught and I believe and resonate with the possibility that um, 
we're in for some more intensity. I think we're in, I mean, just, just historically, es esoterically, we move in these 2000 year cycles. The age of Pisces is complete. We're now moving into, we are firmly in at the beginning of the age of Aquarius. These cycles have their characteristics and their, their reasons and the characteristic, the hallmark of the age of Aquarius is this is all about unity consciousness. We have to include everybody in our plans it's no man left alone. It, it's, this is, we only get somewhere better together. How do we typically wake up to love and to choosing unity? It's often through suffering. We can suffer a little, we can suffer a lot. Mm. This can be bumpy, this can be a tsunami. And it's really up to us. God's not going to save us from our own choices. So, you know, my prayer right now is really for Christ consciousness to be it, that people are asking for it, courageous enough to embody that, you know, I have my own fears around suffering personally and collectively. So I'm, I'm always sprinkling in, like, just want to add, may all the lessons come mercifully. <laughs> like, mm. um, but I think we have to move to this place of thy will be done. We're coming out of my will be done. And mm. that was really necessary, but now it's thy will be done. And the rewards of that, I can only imagine are immense. And um, yeah, I just pray for mercy for us. I, I, think, uh, I think we've created hell actually on earth. I think um, this is not the life. This is this is not the planet that I want to live on. This is absurd. We're we're in a crisis of morality. Mm -hmm. Our water is poisoned. Mm -hmm. Human slavery is still going on in dark, pervasive ways. We're struggling. We're susceptible, and and conducting sinister forces. I, I mean, this is awful. Let's just get really real about what is actually, people are starving. I mean, we still intentionally kill, murder, massive amounts of people. We still go to war without question. This is insanity. This is insanity. So I want to get sane in my own life. And that's what I'm working to do. And I would love to inspire somebody else. Just anybody, anybody want to be sane, which is alignment, which is love, all those virtuous things. Um, yeah. So may the waking up that we're in be, uh, may we be, be, may it be beautiful. May it be beautiful. Thank you so much, Danielle. I really, um, I really appreciate the, the space you hold for yeah, an individual to really come home to themselves mm. um, in a really graceful way so that, you know, we can better serve that collective awakening that I do believe is, is underway for ourselves at the moment, um, mm. as you referred to. Today's conversation, man. <laughs> for those listening in, it's only been an hour. 
<laughs> we have covered so much ground, breadth and depth at the same time. I, I told you from the outset. Did I not tell you? Yeah, yeah I got to say I told you so. <laughs> Good old ego having a pat on the back. Um, so some of the biggest, I guess, themes that really, you know, that, that conversation around self-agency and, and empowerment, um, my personal biggest takeaway was just the reaffirmation of, yeah, my inner nature being peace and coming back to allowing myself for a vision to emerge from there. And also to, to pray for, pray for prayer. Um, that mm. was, those are two real deep rabbit holes for myself, but things that we covered, mm. including, you know, we didn't really mention the word, but the intentionality behind which you show up is everything, you know, it's, are you doing things out of self-hatred or are you doing things out of like true inspiration and, and taking stock of that, like actually practically writing down and going, you know, how does this feel? And I love that about your work, Danielle. It's, you know, it's, it's expansive, it's large, but it's also integrated, you know, it's, it's really a blessing mm. and that conversation around compassion is huge. And it went from, you know, oftentimes when I hear it, it's pie in the sky, but actually integrating that into our daily life has been huge and, you know, allowing the things to then, you know, emerge, like obviously goal setting was always going to be a conversation that came up, but actually unpacking, you know, if we've got a vision, how to access it um, and how to go there with faith and then actually meeting half a faith halfway through, through, yeah through um, inspired action is, is really big for me. Also, I'm really glad we had that, that little yummy little chat about service as well. Danielle, I'm just so grateful for your time, your energy, your blessings. Having you here today is a, is a massive one, but also I know that it's a lifetime's work that informs, you know, the conversation we've participated in today. So just thank you so much for always showing up, doing the work and, and being you and from the Inspired Evolution audience and, and myself, you know, we're, we're wishing you all the best. Mm. You are a love bug. Thank you for this. This was great. Yeah, this is a great conversation. And thank you to everybody listening. And, and wherever you are listening right now, may you be aware of like your deep wellness. And um, unity is the way to go. Thanks for listening in to another amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. If you're loving these episodes, make your way across to YouTube, click subscribe. Fresh episodes are launched every Monday with highlights being released throughout the week. Thank you so much. And hey guys, just so you know, a lot of love, heart, soul and work goes into these episodes. So if you could, please leave us a five-star review and comment on iTunes. I love reading your positive feedback. It fans the flames of the passion to continue to create and help you live the life that you love. Thank you so much for your wonderful feedback. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Big love from Amrit. And remember to stay inspired to evolve. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.